When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Okay, while I don't sound it, neither of us sound it, actually. We are old. We are. Tom and I are old. Hi, I'm Don. That's Tom over there. This is Talking Real Money. And the reason I mention that is because I'm too old. To remember, they, they weren't even invented yet. The very popular in the late 70s and 80s, choose your own adventure books, where you could read a story and choose steps along the way. It was kind of an interactive book. Those were supplanted by the internet, where you could choose like a myriad of uh, adventures. But uh, today on Talking Real Money, we are bringing back the good old-fashioned fun of choosing your own adventure. And in this case... Wait, no. See... Oh, sorry, I didn't know you Okay. I told you, you have to wait for your cue. I didn't know you were going to put the music in here. Yeah, uh, just so I can wa- talk along with the music. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> that was such a good lead-in, too. I don't even remember what I said. So, shh. Today, just for you, a special nostalgia version of Talking Real Money, we're going to bring you a choose-your-own-adventure version of Talking Real Money. Today's adventure, the tale of tomorrow's tumultuous ticker. Unlike other choose-your-own-adventure books, this one has... Only two endings. And the dog is chasing the children. So, Tom. <laughs> he, 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 he's lost it. Over here. <clears throat> so, wait for your cue. Shh. Golly, you can't get a guy to do anything anymore you know you pay him the big bucks anyway so tom what are our choices in today's tale of tomorrow's tumultuous ticker the stock market the future what is coming next will it be a a stocks declining rapidly a crash of some kind overpriced equities falling dramatically that's what a lot of people are calling for now, Don, including this week, the soothsayer that we all must follow, Susie Orman, who is always right about the future of stock markets. Or do you believe the James Diamonds of the world, right? James, Di- James Diamond? You mean James Bond? No. <laughs> James. Where'd you go? James. Jamie. You mean Jamie Diamond? Yeah, Jamie Diamond. Yeah. Did you say From James Diamond? Yeah, I did. no, I meant to say Diamond. <laughs> I thought we had an actual character in our book. So wait a minute. So what's James Bond saying? 
James Diamond. <laughs> James Diamond is saying, on the other hand, as Harry Truman would say about his economist, on the other hand, the strong economy could last until at least 2023. We're heading into a boom time for, I think he called it the Goldilocks economy. All the rebounding, all the money that's being spent by the government, all the businesses that are coming back, all the big earnings that are going to be coming from companies. Now, one, the, the, this dramatic decline, which Susie Orman says we may have a crash like 2000, which is certainly something many of us can remember. It does wasn't does, that Susie, long does ago. Susie know we're already past 2000? I hope she's paying oh, okay. that close right. attention. Or, as I said, uh, the other route you can take in your fantasy book here is that the good times will continue to roll. The question for all of you is what do you do with this adventure tale? Do you take. The high road? Wait, let's ask that question. Or do you take the low road? It's time to choose. Which direction do you choose for the market? Is it going to go higher? Or is it going to go lower? The problem is you're not going to know till it happens. So what do you do now? Well, the answer to that, as you know, as we've told you many times on this particular podcast, is you do nothing. But there are a few things. Well, what was the you point of this book? Then? Be doing. Well, <laughs> if no, I'm not going to do book, anything. Book is entertaining. You got to got to read the book. It's fun. You play along. Uh, here's the thing. There's a few things you should always be doing, no matter what any of the prognosticators are predicting. Okay, number okay. one. Go number ahead. One, you got to know this. I see this so often when I talk to you, and thank you. I've had some wonderful calls on my vacation this week where I read a lot of this stuff. I shouldn't be reading this, but it drives me crazy. But I tell you, you got to know your objectives and how much risk you're willing to take. This is a good time to check into that because you the stocks have gone up a lot, right? So you may not be still in your the parameters that you've set. Number two, that, that brings me to potentially – rebalancing some things have gone up dramatically like u.s small cap value stocks and small stocks and other parts of the market that have gone up way more than the different parts of the market right some stocks have gone up more than you may want to sell some of those you may want to just overall sell your stocks to hold more bonds to make sure it fits your objective has nothing to do with the fact of where the market's headed has everything to do with where the markets come and here's the other one Still, still I see when I talk to many of you, you hold too many securities, you have costs you're unaware of and risks that you have no idea about. You got to know those things, Don, no matter which fantasy trail you want to take or believe because it could cost you big if you're not paying attention to what is ahead. Wasn't that fun? We'll choose your own adventure market book. Anyway, well, thanks so much, Tom, for sharing <laughs> and and for caring. That's true. Sharing Both. and caring. Uh, if you sh- if you want us to share the wisdom with you, because we do care, call us at 855-935-TALK or send a question in at TalkingRealMoney.com. Either way, we're going to answer your questions on future podcasts. So send in your question, TalkingRealMoney.com, or call it in 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255, like this. Yes, hello, gentlemen. My name is Rich. I live in New York. 
I just have a couple of um, items I would like to take issue with. Uh, you folks, you really you badmouth the annuities, and I think you're missing two points that you neglect to, to comment on. The first thing is an annuity provides peace of mind, a monthly check every month for the rest of your life. And I'm aware that you're giving up. If you pass away, the insurance company keeps the money. And secondly, um, you also comment of what the salesperson receives as a commission. I personally don't care if a salesperson receives a commission. They have a right to earn a living. I mean, when you purchase a car, the salesperson makes a commission. You buy a house, the salesperson earns a commission. Uh, you folks, in, essentially, you don't get a commission, but you charge a fee. Um, I would also like to add that I am not in the insurance business. I have no, you know, just... I'm someone that happens to, you know, love finance. And also, the peace of mind with the insurance company, in New York, for example, if the insurance company goes out of business, the insurance companies have some form of, I guess, insurance where they all put money in that they will also bail out the other company. So, I don't know. That's just my own personal point of view um, regarding annuities. I, I do not own one. I don't plan to buy one, but I can understand the peace of mind that someone would get. That's it. Thanks so much. Thank Bye-bye. you. Thank you so much for calling because we like calls like this. Take exception with us. But let's talk about some of the things with which you take exception. One, I just want to say New York State probably has the best insurance insurance of any state in the union. It is right up there near the top. And he's correct. In most states, I think all states, there's a pool of money should something happen to the insurance. But here's the question. The guarantee part. There's one guarantee I truly believe in this world. Well, three then. Actually, death, taxes, and and government bonds. The U.S. government's always paid you back, mm-hmm. your principal, with whatever interest owed. Once you get outside of that... I'm not very trusting of the guarantee of any insurance company, even backed by insurance pools. Well, because because the reality in the past has, has been in some crises scenarios, insurance companies have gone out of business. And we had one in 2007 that almost went out of business, 2008. That would have been, yeah, would have been. So, but AIG I just want, I want to address, I want to address the commission question because then you do that one and i'll talk about the, the whether an annuity is a good idea absolutely see the commission issue we don't begrudge anyone a fee for for services rendered we don't the problem we have with insurance agents in general not all but i haven't run into a single one not one not one who discloses the commission up front, not one, because they're not required to do so. That's my beef, is the lack of disclosure. Because here's the deal. On a $100,000 immediate annuity, the insurance agent is going to walk away with a commission that is far larger than any car salesperson will ever receive. It is magnitudes greater. 5000 bucks. You ever heard of a car salesman making 5000 bucks on a car? They make a couple of hundred maybe plus a spiff. You know, they're not they 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 got to they got to move. 
Uh, annuities have very high commissions and they are not regularly disclosed. And that the problem I really have is the lack of disclosure. Tell people what you're charging. Everybody's charging you for something, so just be upfront about it. I think that creates a conflict of interest, right? In other words, if you go to a fee-only advisor, they have no reason to use one product over another. They're going to use the very best for you, and they have a, a charge to put your interest first. You get that? That does not exist in the insurance industry. That's number one. Number two is around the commission, just to finish that thought. The reason that they are not very anxious to disclose it is, and I've seen this, where in an afternoon of work, selling someone into annuities of hundreds of thousands of dollars. We saw this recently where someone made in about two hours made over a hundred thousand dollars of commissions. I think they're embarrassed. Like that's a lot of money to be paid out to somebody for putting you into a product that may or may not be in your best interest. Setting that aside for a moment, whether an annuity makes sense to you, because what the gentleman mentioned is correct. The idea that I'm going to get a regular check for the rest of my life, even though, by the way, if it's an immediate annuity, the uh, the amount of that check is going to be far less in terms of real purchasing power in 20 years. Setting that aside, the idea that, that, the, that I'm giving the money to somebody, I'm getting it back with a little bit of interest. I'm okay with that if that makes you feel better emotionally. It's a trade-off. And what you're really doing is just saying, well, I'm going to accept the fact that there's a middleman. I could invest this money myself pay myself a regular check. By the way, if you invest it with some equities in it, you're going to get that back and you're going to get growth in the portfolio and it's going to be your money. But if you just say, I don't care, I just want to know I'm going to get my check every month. I I, I understand that emotional need. I, I get that completely. So I'm not opposed to that. Here's where we are very opposed. When you veer anything into a variable annuity, an equity index annuity, a product that's confusing, a product that is somehow related to the price of securities, I'll put a big red X over that one every single time. Absolutely no question. Because annuities were originally created to serve the purpose that immediate annuities serve. That was what annuities were, but they're not sexy. There's no sizzle. There's no excitement. There, it's relatively clear cut. The insurance industry doesn't like clear cut. They make more money with trans with the opacity rather than transparency, and so they created complex, convoluted products that that are more like investment vehicles than insurance vehicles. And yet, they don't want to be regulated like investment vehicles. They are not as highly regulated as those who uh, give investing advice as registered investment advisors or those who give brokerage advice as registered representatives. They are not nearly as tightly regulated, as highly regulated, as closely watched as those people are. And there's a reason. They don't want to be. And they fought it over and over, over, and, over and, and over again. And so, again, no, I, I, if you yeah, listen I to it. if you listen to, to all of our podcasts, you will see that at times we will say, from a lifestyle standpoint, an immediate annuity can be a reasonable product. From a from a financial standpoint, we have a difficult time making them work. Yeah, there's no question. But here's another way to look at it. You could take some of your money. You could buy an immediate annuity that pays the bills every day, the electricity, the whatever. That's one, And then have your other money invested in some way for long-term growth. Mm -hmm. 
Maybe so. If your Social Security and pensions don't cover the day-to-day bills, that might be an idea. Again, it's a trade-off. It, you're giving the money to a middleman who's going to do the same thing you could do. That's how I look at it. Right. Right. They're taking the risk or you can take the risk. Yep. And, and so that, exactly. that's a lifestyle decision. Thanks so much for the call. If you'd like to call us, the number is 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And Tom and I have a class coming up. Ah, this is going to be an exciting one. No, it's not. It's about taxes. Taxing. It's not going to be exciting. This is going to be wild. It's going to be crazy. This is this is like a premiere of a hot show on Amazon Prime. I am telling you, this is not one to miss. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Setting aside the silliness, there. It's an important topic because. Okay. I see two things around taxes. I'll give you. I see two things around taxes. Yeah. Number one, people ignore them completely. And they invest helter-skelter, they don't care about taxes, or they take money out of whatever accounts, they don't pay any attention. That's a huge problem, that, that, and we're going to give you some tips on how to deal with that. Here's the other one I see. People have a tendency to way overthink tax. What am I going to do to avoid these taxes? Well, sometimes, Don, as you pointed out, you made money, and you got to pay the big guy in Washington <laughs> his part and get over it. Because we see people opportunity zones all this other stuff that we're, i'm not gonna have to pay taxes for you a long made time. money the way, get over it, it generally those are just deferring taxes instead of not so we'll talk about the the things you can do when it comes to ross and uh where to put certain types of assets the the nuts and bolts of being more tax efficient exchange traded funds things you can actually take away from the class, and be better around taxes. How about that? Is that fair? Sure. It's called real investing, less taxing. Ah, there you go. Real investing, less taxing. Uh, We're going to do it. We're going to do it at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on the 29th of April. So you still have time before tax time to do a little planning because you've probably been working on your taxes and going, eh, maybe I should have done a couple of things differently. Now you can for next year. So go sign up for it. It's free and easy. You don't need, we don't even need much information. We need your name and your email address. Just go to talkingrealmoney.com, scroll down. You'll see the sign up thing with the guy frustrated doing his taxes. There's a picture of him and sign up and then we'll uh, see you for this free, free, free online class on the 29th of April. Exciting. No. Stimulating. No. Over the top. No. No. Okay. Taxes. None of those things apply. Taxes. None, none of those, those apply. apply. I was just going to say that. None yeah. of those things apply. But we're We believe in transparency, anyway. not opacity. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, we're not going to tell up. you that you can have the returns of the market with no risk. Yeah, please. And buy you a steak dinner. So I saw your nice I saw your nice piece on your new invite. Did you go, by the way? No, it's not until here. I got the invite right here. Oh, um, it looks April nice. 27th, 28th, or 29th, oh. right there at ooh, Fleming's Steakhouse. Ooh. Fleming's. Nice yeah. place. And Don McDonald mm. invited to come and learn about indexed annuities. Equity, I, I looked them up. I know. I looked them up. That's the same thing. Yeah. Equity index annuities. Very exciting. So uh, I'll let you know if I no go. No steak with our class, right? No, we're not doing oh, steaks no. this year? <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. I got some some Omaha steaks you sent me for Christmas in the freezer still. That's, that's so I'll slice some chunks off of those and drop them in an Chew envelope. Them while we're doing them? Oh, that's a, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we really look bad on this Can one. Can you see you that what? little soaked red nasty envelope <laughs> coming in the mail? Oh, that must be the steak from Don. <laughs> Chew slowly. Yeah. So it's my take. Uh, don't even give it to the dog at that point. Don't. Nope. Don't. Nope. 
What was I going to say? Oh, I was going to say thanks for listening. <laughs> Please yeah, tell a friend. Leave a review Too at slowly. Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Uh, the show is live on Saturdays at noon Coming Pacific, 3 yeah. uh-huh. Eastern. You can listen to that every Saturday at TalkingRealMoney.com. Uh, what else? Just go to TalkingRealMoney.com and hang out for a while. You'll enjoy it. You got a lot of editing to do. <laughs> yes, I do. Talking Real Money. Realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.